this episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code madcast to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of the issue and you decide which side is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. Welcome back. And in studio today, very special guests, two of them. We have Lord Matthew. Yo. Joining us from London. That's right. Yep. All the way over here. Had to escape. It's all gone down the pan. Yeah. How did you afford the flight over? Oh, it's very painful. Yeah. I, I, I was so used to just being a rich guy in America. I could just go into any store and you just know, you just go, oh, I don't, what is it, $10? Or was that seven pence? But now I'm having to really think about it. I, I, it's all just gone. Yeah. And, and the, also, the over. yeah, the holiday's over. Also with us today is a uh, very funny comedian, Ron Babcock. Hi, Maddox. Thank you. For, thank you for joining, Ron. <laughs> Ron is a, a longtime good buddy of mine, a longtime friend of mine, very funny comedian. And you have an album coming out. Yeah, I'm uh, recording it August 5th and 6th in San Antonio and Austin. Now, do you want some of the listeners to show up to that? No, actually, please stay okay. home. Stay Don't home. come out. Especially if you're in the area and you're looking something to do on August 5th and 6th. Yeah, no. No. This, yeah. yeah, so this is kind of like a counter plug. We do, we do not want you guys to I just to want to make sure you guys aren't going to go to the Blind Tiger in San Antonio or uh, Austin Java in Austin. I mean, just steer clear on those nights. On the nights of August 5th, 5th and 6th. 5th and 6th, yeah. At any particular time, they should avoid it? Oh, definitely around 8 p.m. Around 8 p.m. Yeah. Don't yeah. go. So, you can okay. come at 6, but please leave by 8. Yeah, Sounds like there's going to be a shooting or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I should mention that Lord Matthew, you are a lord. Yeah, I'm an official lord. You're an official lord, and you are also the president, the owner of Jock. That's right. Yeah. J-O-Q. Jock.com. That's your company. Yeah, you gave us a little shout out a couple of episodes ago. That's right, because you guys are the developers for the Madcast Media Network. That's right. Yep. And you have done a phenomenal job. You guys, I don't know if you've noticed, but this voting system that we have on the on the front page of the website, it works in real time. You can see how other people are actually voting as they vote. As their minds are sculpted by my brilliant debating skills. Oh, it's cool. So if you're listening to this episode just as it dropped, yeah. you can just watch it go up right now. Correct. Yeah. Pre- go ahead and try it. Try it right now. <laughs> anyway, so we are we have a lot of exciting things coming down the pipe for the Madcast Media Network. Uh, do you want to talk? Let's talk a little bit about the mobile app that's coming. Well, I know how much you always like iTunes. It's one of your favorite things, isn't it? But I, I think iTunes is great. I think iTunes teaches us a lot of lessons. Here we go. I think <laughs> iTunes was awesome like four years ago. That's what I liked iTunes. And then they made it so simple that you don't even know how to fucking use it anymore. Oh, it's so simple. I, I like it. I like it because for me, uh, it, it teaches me patience. You know, I can wait. I can think about things when I search for tracks, you know, podcasts to listen to. I can think while it waits. I also think that it's good for the economy because I have to buy more RAM for my computer to run it. This is the guy who can't turn off an Xbox. Okay, Sean, first of all, there's a PlayStation oh, 4. Whatever. Gotta get your consoles right, Sean. Yeah, I got voicemail on that. You know, for a guy <laughs> who like has so many opinions about electronics, you think that they would be a little bit less dusty? What? Like, your shit is caked in okay. so much <laughs> dust, which has an effect. Like, that gets into the components, and it, it, it decreases the quality of the 
Electronics. Ron, allegedly, okay? Allegedly, These are all allegedly. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ron is the neatest person I've ever met. It's my it's my it's my own cross to carry because then I come in here and I'm just like, oh, yeah. my, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Ron's OCD is going off the charts right now. Yeah, it's I've been severely uncomfortable I've, since I've sat down. I've been to your apartment, everything is super tidy. He, he makes like a military tuck for his bed. Girls like that though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Well, like a they hotel really tuck. When you come in and you don't really know what they are using at all, is you, that what you're doing? I mean, I keep well, it's it a military tight. Tuck. It's a, I don't know. I actually don't. I don't. I just keep it nice and tight. You know, it's just there's so <laughs> little things you need to do to impress a woman, and one of them is just like vacuum your carpet <laughs> and like making your bed, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, this is on!" Like, there's just the the bar for entry is so low to impress a woman. I have a friend who said that uh, if he goes on vacation or somewhere and he wants to buy her a gift. He never actually buys it. When he gets home, he'll just go, oh, I really want to buy you like this really nice ring, but I didn't get time because I had to go and catch the plane. And and he always swears that that's just enough. No, it's <laughs> just, right. just it's the, wow. promise. the promise of the thought. Yeah, yeah the promise the of the thought. Yeah, I like that a lot. He, he actually takes the, the, you know, the phrase, the thought that counts to the extreme. Yeah. In that it's only the thought that counts for him. <laughs> it's like there is no product. Still and then she can say, yeah, she can say, you know, I don't need that. But yeah. it's so wonderful that you would think of me like that. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to pull I, him out. Matt Davis. That is brilliant. Yeah. yeah speaking of brilliant. <laughs> Lord Matthew, we should get back to, we should talk about the app that's coming. So we well, wanted to mention that, right? Well, as good as iTunes is, um, I think we can do a bit better, don't you? Yes. I think we can make some of this a bit better. So what we're going to do is a nice iPhone app, Madcast, official app, Android, iOS, mm-hmm. be able to go on the app store, download right. that shit. When you're inside it, all of the different Madcast shows, which there'll be more than one of, right. be able to make your favorites, choose your favorites. It'll track what episodes you've listened to. If there's bonus episodes, you'll be able to get it through your phone. No more of that horrible send out stuff. Yeah, it, it's been pretty awful. The old uh, the old system we had for bonus episodes uh, on my old podcast was just cumbersome. Oh, it was awful. You had to download an MP3 file. You had to pay through PayPal. You had to wait for an email confirmation and then a link, and then it expired and all this other garbage. And sometimes you didn't even get the email. So this is going to solve all of that, all of those problems. You'll be able to vote from within the app. Yeah. And yeah. then possibly we're even working on a voicemail feature so that you can leave voicemail from within oh, the app. Oh, yeah, cool. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. And, and that's come because I live in the UK. I'm not going to ring up your American number. Right. Yeah. Well, you I should. Wanna, it's uh, worth uh, it, Matt. Yeah, there's only like, <laughs> there's only like what, three, uh, six, ten numbers. I can't why afford are, to ring your American number anymore. UK Do you know how numbers, much it's going to cost me now? Why are there 20 no- I I don't know how to make a phone call in the UK. Oh, the when I go over there, and... There's like so oh, many yeah. numbers for everything. Okay, so this is the thing that I've noticed. Whenever you're in America, you can't say double numbers. You can never say, oh, what's your phone number? Oh, you know, 072241, something like that. Oh, yeah, no one knows what you're Yeah, you don't know what the double means. Yeah, Yeah. you have to spell out 024. Yeah, because we want to get the actual phone call. Yeah. (laughs) If it's zero, a lot of times you just say, oh. Just go triple, triple zero, two, four, double one. No, no, we don't do that. Come on, you you Brits, you, you shorten everything. You know, your breath, your breath. Like military color. Like, what's your yeah. number? Alpha, Tango, yeah. 18. You know. you know what? Why don't you get why don't you get phone numbers that have fewer digits than pi, and then maybe we'll talk. We'll maybe we'll call <laughs> you guys more often. All right, but moving on, guys. I have the vote in from last week. So the big mm-hmm. debate last week was were the alligators to blame for the Disney attack, or were humans to blame? Oh. Mm-hmm. And before listening to the debate, 84% of people thought humans were to blame. And then after 86% thought <laughs> Well done. Now, what did did you, it. What did you personally think? Now, that's a good question, Ron, because I, I no, here's what I not, truly believe. It it's is absurd. Here's what I truly here's what I truly believe, guys. Out the alligator was clearly at fault. When an alligator attacks a kid, it's always the alligator's fault. And this is some hardcore victim blaming. And you know what I like the best about it is the alligator doesn't give a fuck. And there's no way you can make him give a fuck because well, he's he, an alligator. He's dead now. Yeah, well, they you killed him. That. No, no, no. So with that, um, with that 
was it a baboon that attacked the child that fell in the cage? He was okay. chucking that child around for sure. Gorilla. Yeah, yeah the gorilla. Yeah. Harambe. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. got killed. Yeah, he got was, like a little doll. Like, well, we can see him with that child. We're going to kill that gorilla. It's not like they just shot another four gorillas in the other cages next door. No, yeah. true. Yeah. They didn't hide they didn't, like, this is like This is like some Donald Trump ISIS <laughs> shit where it's like, uh, we're going we're gonna to kill you. We're going to kill your family. We're yeah. going to kill your kids. So, <laughs> no, they no, just they kill all the alligators. So they kill, like, <laughs> yeah. they kill the alligator and they're like, leave it there so their friends know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone got upset with that. But now there's there's actually like five alligators that have been killed. What kind of psychopath does something like that where they kill something like I don't know an insect and then puts its head on a stake to warn <laughs> other insects not to come into it did you see my cricket video Ron no I didn't I actually, I actually did that yeah I wonder if when they killed it they were wearing mouse ears like if they're special oh, like, yeah. like Disney <laughs> safari hunters Cap- Captain Hook <laughs> comes <one>. out <laughs> <laughs> alright guys I got some voicemail here's one it's actually about the alligator issue uh, listen to this hello my dudes this is the alligator that ate the kid. I just wanted to say I am sorry. Anyway, I better go. They're after me again. I'll see you in much I will leave party porn. And you come fuck me. <laughs> it got really weird. Yeah. What yeah, cell phone plan like, does he have? It's like a Japanese Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's a really weird voicemail. It's, it, it sounded like there was definitely <laughs> some sex dungeon thing going on. So I should mention a couple of episodes ago, I had Raka Raka Ali on as moderator. And he made the mistake. He, it was just a joke. And people thought it was real. But people think they're going to get free T-shirts. I keep getting these voicemails. Awesome. Uh, hey, uh, just calling to say hi. Um I don't know what is quite going on. Um, I asked for a shirt about two weeks ago. I yeah. still have yet to get I'm one not in the mail. It. I haven't seen any uh, USPS alerts or anything like that. Um, yeah, if you could, uh, again, just resend me a shirt. Again, that's a uh, size large. That would be great. Okay. Thank you. You do Bye. know that he's joking, right? Great. Now, you know, I'm not, I don't know that he's joking, Sean. He's joking. I have a very low opinion of these listeners. Here's another one. You do. Uh, hey, Maddox. <laughs> he sounds yeah, cool. Fuck, I hung up. Oh, I so, love it when they fuck up. Yeah, he, he fucked up. He, Except he, was, he didn't <laughs> hang up. <laughs> he, no, that, that was that was two voicemails I put together back to back. So he called in and tried to make fun of me with this Maddox, and then he fucked up, and then called back, and he said, "Oh shit, I hung up." And then he hung up and didn't even finish the voicemail. Idiot. Here's another one. Maddox, you moist bitch. Do you really think you have to make 10 decisions every time you turn off your PS4? What happens when you go to the supermarket? How do you handle having so many options? Uh, what is this? Why do I have to make 200,000 decisions every time I want to buy some milk? I don't want 50 grams of sugar. I don't want 100 grams of sugar. I don't want 250 grams of sugar. I don't want a kilogram of sugar. Who has the time for all these decisions? Options aren't decisions, you fuck. Go play catch on a runway. Sean, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Thank you. Okay, p- listen to this, listen here, piece of shit. All right? When you have options, you have to read through them to decide which one to select, don't you, fuckface? Ron, are you disagreeing with me? <laughs> go play catch on a runway. <laughs> hey, I haven't gotten over that one. <laughs> he was sitting on that. He couldn't wait yeah. to say that. That's a good line. <laughs> like Maddox is coordinated enough to throw a ball. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, Sean. I need this abuse. Got I, I got a dog pile in here today. This is gonna be a fun episode. Mm. So, so before I go on, I should mention that uh, both Ron and Lord Matthew are both going to be moderating the debate today. I have given Ron a sound effect to play if he disagrees with me, and I have given Lord Matthew a sound effect. And since he's British, it's a little different sound effect. Go ahead and play that. 
There. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> I have something to interject. Oh, what a tidy morning today, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we'll be hearing that in just a moment. But I have. I mentioned last week that I went to E3, and uh, my my E3 wrap up video should be dropping by the time this podcast airs. But I also sent my longtime friend and correspondent Tom Phillips out to cover the event. Here's uh, here's what he said. I'm Tom Phillips, Senior Associate Editor at GameInPlayTheRadio.biz, and here's the latest scoops on E3's hottest video game offerings. Indie Game Raptor. Fan reaction was so strong for Battlefield 1 that EA DICE has already announced Battlefield 1, 2. Finally, a game that takes place during World War II. Duck Hunt gets a long-awaited update with Cuck Hunt, a game that allows you to hunt flying Redditors while a dog laughs at you. Capcom launched a new Resident Evil game entitled P.T.? What's P.T.? We've never even heard of P.T. Looks pretty good. Zelda Breath of the Wild finally gives us the open-world sandbox Zelda we wanted 15 fucking years ago when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Crash Bandicoot's back. <laughs> And Watch Dogs 2 is coming out because Watch Dogs 1 wasn't disappointing enough. Awesome. We got more from Tom Phillips later in the episode. But guys, moving on, I want to talk about a big story that's in the headlines. It's been in the headlines last week. It's in the headlines this week. It is... The UK has decided to leave the European Union by a vote of 51.9%. So 52% to 48%. The UK decided to leave and the debate this week is, was it a good idea? Gentlemen, get your buzzer fingers ready to yeah. never press that button. Because here are the arguments for leaving. You guys, you guys have opinions on this, especially you, Lord Matthew. Yeah, no, I'm here now. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Here's the first argument for leaving. Let's see what you guys think of this. British people should have autonomy over their lives. Because hmm? when, I, when I mentioned this on Twitter, I, I wrote a little snarky thing about it. And I got all these angry tweets from people saying... Hey, hey, my dogs. But I, I'm trying to do like a dumb British uh, accent. Hey, uh, don't try. Okay. That's not it. That is. That is you do it. Well, um. Oi! <laughs> Maddox! What the fuck do you think you're saying? Oh, I have autonomy <laughs> over my own decisions. Yeah. I lost it. I lost <laughs> it too. Here. I can't. Here. That's more like a crazy <laughs> cab driver or something. Than yeah. <laughs> Okay. It always, and, no matter whenever, like any, whenever we try and do like a British accent, it's always going to come off as just like a little bit racist. But it's okay because I don't know. British. I don't know. No, I don't think it's a little bit racist to an English accent. What about this? What about those guys? Hey, Maddox, Cheerio, Chip, Chip, Fish and Chips, 007. I why shouldn't why shouldn't British Spot people? <laughs> you got it. Keep going. <laughs> why shouldn't 007? There you go. There's the double O's. I just realized you guys say oh, double yeah. O something. Yeah. So you know, just so if I read out a phone number then and it happens to have double O seven, that's okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Americans call him zero uh, zero seven Bond. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. really roll off the tongue. No, that's, it, it never caught on in America. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, British people should determine for themselves who immigrates to their country, how many people, and how often they come. True or false? True. Right. You should you should have say on who comes to your country. See, I didn't know that was part of it because I thought, well, they're on the they're on their own money anyway, so what's a big deal? But it has you have to allow a certain number of people who well, apply for citizenship from other European countries. Is that correct? Eng England has always been a little bit stubborn, so everybody else in the EU pretty much all has the euro. 
Well, but even, in hindsight, even it looks smart. I mean, the, yeah, you, the pound was much stronger than the yeah, euro. We, for, we were stubborn, and we just decided, no, we don't want to do the euro. We're yeah. gonna, we, we'll, we'll be in your club, but we're having our own money, right? and you're not going to take it away from us. It's already kind of like a shitty way of joining a club. Yeah. You know, like it's like, well, we're just not going to do that. Well, yeah. every literally everybody else is doing it. Well, mm-hmm. we're not. And then, and then they were like, all right, you can still be in the club. <laughs> you're part of the Green Jacket Club. Uh, you have to wear green jackets. I'm not going to wear a green jacket. You have to, Ron. That's the name of the club. Listen, I'll wear your little patch, but I'm not going to wear a green jacket. Okay, you're still in. <laughs> cool. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Man. Actually, I don't want to be in your club anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> Let, but let's face facts. But we made so many exceptions for you to wear the patch. I you just know? don't want to be in it. You changed Whatever. all the rules. Fine. I just want to be able to decide what kind of jacket I want to wear and what I want people coming to this country to wear. This is this is like a transcript of the conversation that went down in Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> but just seriously, I mean, face facts, some countries are more important than other countries. That's true. Nobody gives a fuck what Senegal thinks. That's true. Or Tanzania. Right. I don't, they're not in the European Union. Um, this is, uh, I looked up a bunch of arguments because I wanted to be thorough mm-hmm. on this debate. And uh, because so many different people were talking about this, it's, it's such a huge story. Uh, Market Watch, uh, great, great uh, radio show, by the way, if you, if you guys haven't heard it. But anyway, Market Watch <laughs> talked about some of these arguments. Here's one. Migrants are taking jobs and places in schools from British citizens. I know the, they have a problem with uh, Polish, right? In London, that's similar to uh, our immigrants from Mexico. No. Is that it's, right? It's, no, it's it, not the Polish? Oh, no, no, no. It, yeah, Polish people uh, definitely immigrate to the UK in uh Fairly large numbers, I guess. But don't but they? Do there's s- a difference to Mexicans. Okay. Because um, uh, I know you definitely have a lot of Mexicans that do move illegally. But at least when you're saying you want to get rid of the Mexicans, you're only saying we want to get rid of the Mexicans that are here illegally. Oh, right. Uh, well, well <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that's that's at least the story, isn't it? Yeah. We're, we've Donald Trump. That's and people, the narrative. So, yeah, that's we, the pretext. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's more subtext to it than that, but that I, I'm not aware of. Oh, so you want to just get rid of the Polish? But, and by well, you, me, I mean no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my country. Yeah. Why you mean such a dick to the Polish people, man? No, oh, no, I feel bad. So uh, in the UK, um, if I just decided to just go on holiday to Poland or Germany or France or anywhere else, uh, I could just stay there. I can just say, I'm just going to get a job. This place is pretty cool. I'm not going to go home. This okay. is my new place. I'm just going to stay here. But it's the same thing. So Polish people could just go, yeah, we feel like moving over to the UK, go check out, you know, Big Ben and the... Uh, but go, with... And with maybe I might not ever go home. And that's what they do. So, uh, but because a lot of Polish people did move across, you obviously get a lot of people wanting to kick them out, but they did have the right to be there, which but I think is a difference. With the Brexit... That is a difference. Yeah. If I, if so with the Brexit now, and like, okay, now people can't come to the UK as easily, is it going to be the same for the UK when they want yeah. to go over to France Correct. to visit? Yeah. Are they going to have to get like a visa again and go well, through we that whole thing? Nobody knows. And you Nobody go, expected oh. it. And this is the thing. Everybody complains about the Polish people going to England. But I think the people who have a right to complain most are the Spanish. Because all of our crusty old English people, once they reach a certain age, they, they just bugger off to Spain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when they're there, they're enjoying their nice Spanish villas. They don't integrate at all. Not even nearly. They set up their fish and chip shops. They've got their English news agents with all of their English sun creams. And they they're have not the going to do anything. They have fortress of yeah. their own place. Yeah, they've got the Union Jack flags up and their pies. You know, they're not going to do anything to integrate at all. They're very literally leaving the UK. Uh, and by the way, yeah. we should define what Brexit is. If For those who don't know, you know, you hear the word That's Brexit. That's a very a American term. Brexit? Brexit? I swear it must have been made by No, it, it, I'll tell you why I think it's British, because it stands for British exit. Oh, I know. <laughs> who shortens things more than anyone? Lord, it's you. You do. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> do you? The, the Brit- oh, yeah, yeah. get out of here. Isn't it an American thing oh. to get the celebrity couples and mix them together? Go- well, you started wait a minute. That. Where do you go to uni? They, you always shorten oh, yeah. everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they say telly, we say TV. I know that's the same number of syllables, but which one is shorter? 
Telly uh, sound is less effort than TV. Yeah, telly flows TV. off the tongue. TV is too harsh consonants. Telly. Telly. Most people that say telly these days are people that work in telly, and they like to think that it's cute. They're like, oh, I work in telly and TV. Is oh, there a cute barf. word for yeah. the internet that you say? Like, oh. Oh, yeah, there is. If you live in Birmingham, they call it the tinternet. I'm sorry, what? The tinternet. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play your own sound effect. There you go. Can can my God, can the UK get any more fucking whimsical? Yeah. It's a very whimsical nation, isn't it? Go check my email on the tinternet. Yeah. Um, Okay, guys, moving on. The EU response to all this immigration thing. They said that the migration crisis is a five-nation free-for-all with an invitation to Macedonia, Montenegro, Serbia, Albania, and Turkey to join the union, said Michael Gov, a Brexpert. Excuse me. A <laughs> Brexpert? This is American. Thing. This I just must made, be American. He's, I just been, made a, that he's been a Brexpert since uh, yesterday. <laughs> since yesterday. He's this a Brexpert. is ridiculous. New title. <laughs> now, it says here he's a Brexit supporter, but I like Brexpert better. Uh, he's... Uh, He's the UK Justice Secretary, and in a column he said, because we cannot control our borders, public services such as the NHS will face an unquantifiable strain as millions more become EU citizens and have the right to move to the UK. So the NHS is the National Health Service, right? That's the that's how you guys have healthcare in the, Uni- yeah, in the United Yeah, I mean, British people United like to say that it's free, but obviously it's paid with taxes. Of but course, yeah. it's, it's healthcare that everybody has access to. It's socialized healthcare. Yeah. And if you and went there, you'd have it too. Of course. Even if you're on vacation, if you just fall over, get hit by a car, you just get sorted out and go well, back. Well, not so. anymore. And that's the beauty of leaving the European Union because you guys can decide whether or not I come. You guys can decide. We finally how many... get to decide if Maddox comes to the UK anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finally, I'd profile the shit out of him. <laughs> you know what? That happens, Sean. And it's not him. fun. It's not fun. Hey, Discrimination. I got, I got the search. <laughs> I got pulled in a little room. I'm the whitest guy I know. I got pulled right into the room and yeah. searched. It's because they smelled all the weed. Yeah, you should. <laughs> oh be, my god, <laughs> you should be on a poster for like white guys. I feel like you would be the stock yeah. image. Yeah. I, well, I always do the pat down because I'm worried about the cancer. So I always just get the check anyway. As soon as you ask for that pat down. Instead yeah. of the weird sort of radiation machines, then they're all over you. And they, they say they're going to do it with the back of their hands. Yeah, um, which, which makes it even creepier. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I'll touch you, but it's just with the back of my hand. Yeah, and like you're like, okay, God, like they're compromising. It's, <laughs> it's you gotta, more uncomfortable. You, you got to catch them smiling. Yeah. That's how you bust them. I always try and get a boner during it. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, actress Liz Hurley, Elizabeth Hurley, weighed in yeah. on the whole oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's yeah. what here's what she says. I yearn for the days when my gorgeous navy blue passport got stamped when I went anywhere in Europe. Oh, my God. She doesn't like that the UK passports are now burgundy and conform to EU standards. She she likes the stamps. Uh. <laughs> you buzzing your lips with Hurley? I, no, I'm just thinking, like, if there's anything to concern about, I feel like the color of your passport is <laughs> way down on the list. Well, it's such a movie star thing to say, isn't yeah, it? It's That's a very the movie. first thought that comes no, no, no. to mind. Have oh. you seen some of the Scandinavian passports? They're so cool. <laughs> Have you not seen them? They're like bright red and they've got pictures in them and they've got like all the different artwork and they look like they're made out of fabric. Really? Yeah, they're really cool Scandinavian they're passports. They're all made on Etsy. Super it's cool. really cool. They're, yeah, you joke, but no, I would definitely, uh, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. Great. Are Good they point. part of the Good EU? Point. Hmm. hmm. Let's let's check that one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you really don't know. <laughs> oh man, I've had all my friends on Facebook for the last well, month talking like about the, the EU debate. The thing- I have not been the one to go to for the facts. So. No. <laughs> After the vote, the second biggest question on Google was, "What is the yeah. EU?" Yeah. Where people are like made a decision. I think they just made a decision, and then I think they're like, "I don't think we all." Any of us realized that it was actually going to happen. No, that's in the UK, though, right? Like, yeah, it was in, in the Google, UK. They, they're Googling what, what is, is the, the EU. EU. Why yeah. don't you understand that things never happen? That's something that every British person knows is that the boring option always wins. Nothing right. ever happens. Right. We've had so many different times when that's well, the case. Well, it the didn't happen. The financial this analysts were like yeah. predicting like there was like a 20% chance that that would happen. 
Right. Uh, nobody, nobody expected this to go no. through. No. Least of all was Cameron. No shit. Yeah. He 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 uh, he, he brought the vote. He was he, like, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. vote for yeah, it. Yeah, no, it. It was like a token vote, right? I mean, like he shot himself right in the dick. Yeah, because yeah. there's another party, and they were the one that said, yeah, we want to vote. If right. you vote for us, then we'll give you the vote. So he had to say he had to match the he had to, you know match the offer. It's well, guys, like, like a price match. Yeah. When you go into a store or something, he's like, yeah, we're gonna match it. And he had the balls to resign. So there is that. And, uh, you know, good, he should have because he didn't have faith in the people, the great British people who left. Because Brussels has too much power over the UK, I think. They make insane rules about everything, including the curvature of cucumbers and bananas. Did you guys know this? No. This is a real thing. What? Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, bigstory.ap. I don't want fucking Brussels telling me how my cucumbers curve, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the country where, uh, that's named after the sprout. What will they do if they have their exit? Because they're talking about like a Frexit if France leave or a Drexit, but Brussels would be a Brexit. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> they're stuck. We no, don't they're have gonna a, be a They're going to be an exit tussle. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, this, is, this is actually a real thing that happened. Uh, this is from AP.org. It says, The group of businesses for Britain claim that 65% of laws introduced in Britain either stem from or are influenced by the EU. Researchers at the House of Commons Library came up with a much lower figure, 13.2% of British legislation introduced between 1993 and 2014 was EU-related. However, the calculation does not include EU regulations that are implemented without the need for national laws. That's how uh, they go around them. Okay. So uh, it's like over here, you call something a fee, you can pass it without vote. Yeah, and it's not a tax. It's not a tax. Exactly. Correct. They do shady shit like that. And here's one of the, here's an example of this that like their overhand, their heavy handedness. Um, Britain's tabloid press loves to cite the claim that the EU bans bendy bananas and crooked cucumbers. A 1994 EU regulation, this is a real thing, did indeed specify that bananas must be free from abnormal curvature. EU rules also governed the shape of many other fruits and vegetables. Cucumbers, for example, needed to be almost perfectly straight. What? Ma many of these specifications were abolished in 2008, though, and the banana guidelines remain on the book. But, but Okay, but... <laughs> But let's say you went to a supermarket and yeah. you found a banana that was like obscenely curved. like the same curve as a tongue scraper, like you know, <laughs> like a really just a, a like I don't know, 120 degree. Like, would you buy that banana if if it was the odd one out? If it, there was only one, yes, because it's unique. If there was, oh, so you're like two, the kind of guy who goes to like a pound and buys a puppy with three legs. Yeah, I would buy a puppy yeah. with three. Or, or, sorry for the banana. I prefer more legs. You want to no, get? It's, I want it's that like weird Charlie banana. Brown's Christmas tree. <laughs> well, I want to take it home and I want to peel it and see what's in it. Like, is it? Is there like a carpenter's angle in there? Like, what? What? What is this weird curvature? Why is this? And also, because you know, there was someone who saw a banana and who was like, you know what? That's a little too curvy for me. I don't want my bananas to be that curvy. We shouldn't have bananas that curvy. Well, how? Like, is that? Let's I make know it it's a crazy thing, yeah. but like, if you saw a really fucking curvy banana in a supermarket, you'd be like, "That's a fucking weird banana. I'm not buying that one." True. Yeah. Someone in Brussels might have had a very bad experience with a very bendy banana. No, no, guys. I, I, Ron, I think you're right. I think that if if a if, if a banana is too weird in a store, people just won't buy it. But you don't have to have regulations for it because regulations are a way of taxing people. Every time you break a regulation, that's another opportunity to find people, you know, yeah, quote, find them. But it's like a quid pro quo. It's basically like, yeah, we're going to have some regulations from Brussels, but oh yeah, there's going to be no tariffs for you to sell your goods to the largest trading union in the entire world. I Why just not, know who, who spends time passing legislation like this? Brussels. Everybody always just complains, oh, this is a crazy law from Brussels. But again, I don't think 
many of us, if I'm honest, really know what that means. Yeah. And I don't know who I, they are these or where laws... they sit or what they decide. And I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from. I feel like a lot of the laws that are from Brussels are now just going to be like, oh, that's just a crazy law they passed here. Like they're going to keep a lot of the same shit because it's going to be so hard to change, you know? Yeah, they might just They've copy and paste. they been in the EU for 43 years. People have a way of doing things for their entire life. And also, now just we're just everything. used to those straight bananas. Yeah. We're so used to the straight bananas. Oh, yeah, you can't you, just go willy-nilly with your bananas from now on. If I, saw, more right angles if I saw a straight banana, I would avoid it. They, they're supposed to be curved a little. <laughs> it's a fucking banana. Guys, I think of this in, the, in terms of uh, sexual vegetables. So if you are going to masturbate with a cucumber, you want a straight cucumber. Obviously. If you try, if you try. Uh, maybe you want something. We're uh-huh. too shy to buy dildos there. Yeah. yeah. You try to buy dildos, yeah. they have the straightest dildos. If you have that hook no, we're thing, we're too nervous to, so we have to go to the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why. That's what it is. Someone in Brussels worked that out. This is masturbation yeah. legislation. But guys, <laughs> but if you want a curvy dildo, you're going to have to import that from Brussels, and now there's going to be a tariff on it. That's what it is, man. This is the long con to sell you curvy dildos. Oh, it's the dildo industry. Yeah, they're behind it all. Yeah, it's big dildo. <laughs> big dildo. Big dildo. <laughs> fucking us again. <laughs> 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 so wait, your points are basically so far that they have autonomy over yeah, themselves. Yeah, they should be able to te- to allow who they want in their country, when they want, and how often they come. I, I think that. What? Wait, 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 wait. But don't you guys have federal laws and state laws? And that's pretty much the same thing, is it not? We well, have the federal a, so, well, uh, is all, it supersedes state law. That's kind of the yeah, same thing, is correct? Yeah, yeah, that's actually, so our EU is the federal government. Yeah, and our continent. So it, it basically comes down to is Brexit is like, or the Leave campaign is basically, don't tell us what to do. Uh, yeah, and and it's. I think it was tone deaf of the politicians in Britain to not listen to the zeitgeist. Right now, the zeitgeist is very anti-establishment. I mean, guys, we're living in a climate where people voted the name of an icebreaker ship as Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. about as anti-establishment as it gets. The fact that Trump is polling in positive territory and is the lead candidate of a major political party is as anti-establishment as But if as you looked gets. at the voting patterns in the UK, everyone in London was like, we're staying in the EU. Yeah. This is crazy. And then everybody north of the M4, which is like the big, the demarcation, right? Which was like all of Northern England and the UK basically were like, we want to leave. Yeah. So it, it seems like it comes down to like the rural state. Like it would be like if the South, you know, it's like it's like kind of the, the city center, the more liberal was like, let's well, stay. And then everybody else was like, no, we'll get the fuck I've out of here. I've heard you talk about echo well, chambers before, and I think that's pretty much what happened. So I work in, uh, Jock is a media company, so I work with a lot of TV companies and things. And in London, all the TV friends I have, they're all just completely staying. You mean your telly friends? Yeah, my telly friends. Okay. My, my British telly friends and my telly chums in London. Oh, okay. They all, <laughs> they, they all, <laughs> yeah, all those fellows, all those fellows, they want um they were they were all super strong. We've got to stay in. And you know, they they're going really wild with the claims of all these horrible things that are going to happen if we leave and they, but they're just in a chamber. They're just talking to each other. They're all like these, you know, happy hippie friends working in TV. And then where I live, I live a little bit further out, only about 15 minutes out. But in Essex, um just a bit down the line, Everybody was just so much leave, and you'd have um, uh, you'd have vans driving around in circles. Do you know what a roundabout is? Uh, yes, yeah. it's a thing that I goes around. I wish we had them here. Really? More? Oh yeah, they're really. You think much we can handle convenient. fucking roundabouts? Have you? I don't think people. Oh, I'm can scared of roundabouts. Oh, I don't. I don't think people in Europe handle roundabouts that much better. You ever? You ever been to the Arc de Triomphe? And uh, it's like the world's biggest roundabout. People just smash the shit out of each other there. In yeah, France. it's hilarious, and it's something to do when you climb the tower. You can watch I, cars crash. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about no, that's, Paris. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. You it's do fantastic. watch them crash. Oh, it's, it's great. And you hear ambulances constantly. The original uh, roundabouts came from back when there was a horse and carriage. It was easier for to make the turn. Sure. 
rather oh. than a right angle. I still and also think it's it was a way of um you could put a cannon in the center of it and you could point it in, in any direction of any advancing army. So it was like a de- defensive choice as well. Oh, that's a good no that, kidding. That's and good, they, they good do history. They, you could have made that up and I wouldn't I, I used to be a tour guide in that? Washington, D.C. Really? I have a lot of weird facts. Huh. Would you guys like to know how much the Washington Monument weighs? 90,854 <laughs> tons. I might huh. be a little bit fucking off, yeah. but it is 555 feet, five and nine-tenths inches, and I will fucking, <laughs> oops, I will, I will I take that to the grave. I will never forget that fact. Huh. Wow. I've immediately forgotten. It, tour guides are just full of knowledge that is yeah. sounds impressive, but it's yeah. completely useless. Well, I went on a tour in a um, in LA about ten years ago, the first time I was here, just in this little limo tour, and they drove you around. They could have been making all that shit up. I would never would have known. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were we just are. going on about. Oh yeah, that's Ozzy Osbourne's house. I'm like, oh, is it oh really? really? Nice. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to question it, guys. I want to bring up another important point about the EU, the Brexit. the UK leaving the EU. We didn't finish talking about roundabouts. No. Because <laughs> here's the thing: roundabouts are efficient. They've actually done tests, and roundabouts are more efficient They're and less likely. Yeah, to, more efficient to for car crashes. Absolutely, no. <laughs> Get out. No, they're they're, they're actually more, way more efficient. I think the Arc de Triomphe uh, roundabout is because it's such a big one. It's like a seven lane roundabout. It's insane. Oh, it's crazy. No, but yeah. the Brexit problem with the roundabout—that's what I meant. So at the moment, they have uh, vans driving around the roundabouts in circles for hours at a time, just screaming out. Leave, 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 leave. Like playing a national anthem with big speakers on the side. Oh, so everybody yeah. is like super patriotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just driving around. To the point where if you hear the British national anthem, you, you know that that's a, uh, a campaign to leave. Oh, yeah, you totally knew that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, a very, it's very nationalistic, I agree, but that's no, there's nothing wrong with nationalism, I think. Yeah, yes. no, it's never steered us down the wrong path before. Nope. <laughs> so moving on. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, Ron, you, you mentioned this earlier and I want to touch on it. You said that the... UK was losing one of its largest trade partners. There's nothing stopping them from trading with the EU even after they leave. Yeah, but don't you think that if you were like, fuck this party, I'm out of here, you don't think that those people are going to be like, all of a sudden, oh, well, let's make things as easy as possible for these people who just fucked us over. No, because people love oh, money. Don't they need me. I bust you. <laughs> dare bust me. People. What are you buzzing for? <laughs> I wanted to join in. Oh. <laughs> no, I, th- I think because uh, out of necessity, and people will continue to trade with the, with the UK. They're not going to be so slighted that they're going to say, you know, we would rather not I have know, your money. People are going to go to where, like... People are going to go to whatever saves them money. If something costs you money, you're not going to be like, oh, well, let's continue to trade well, with them because analogy, we have right? If you're the coolest guy in the party and you leave, mm-hmm. people will still be like, oh, he's so cool. Yeah, he's left. But yeah, well, let's see if we can get him back later on. They're not going to be like, oh, the coolest guy just left. He's banned from my party. You're just going to you're gonna think that your party isn't cool enough for the cool guy. So you think in this party that you're at, you say you're, con- you're cooler than like the dude from Spain where, <laughs> where everyone, he's kind of like lazy, but everyone wants to hang out with him because he's like, you know, yeah, we're the cool British guys. He's got, he's got good weed. He's got good wine. Yeah. His women. Yeah, we've we've are, Downton Abbey. Mm. Guys, <laughs> I have a couple final points I really want. And I think this is the biggest reason to leave, sincerely. Uh, too many subsidies from Europe to European countries and not enough to the UK. They're, and it is rife for bribery and corruption from member states. So I would like a form of government. Ron, I think that the biggest one of the biggest problems in our in our government right now is lobbyists because lobbyists are outside influence on our government system. It's legalized system. bribery. Basically, okay. that's all it is. And the version of it in the EU is having member states bribe the governing authority to get subsidies for manufacturing. Like say let's say for example, the Czech Republic wants a little bit they want to up their manufacturing, right? They take someone at Brussels out to dinner 
and they bribe them and they they ply them with alcohol and money and hookers. And next thing you know, manufacture they get a manufacturing contract in, in the Czech Republic and they say to the UK, no, we're going to reduce your output for a while. That is some grade A top shelf bullshit. What do you have to say about that, Ron? I uh I can understand. <laughs> hey! I can understand. We that. got a concession. No, because I, I think you're right. I think uh I think that They've been carrying the backs of the EU for a while. Like Germany and the UK are like kind of the big two economic powerhouses, and they've been carrying everybody else along. Because I think there's some countries that got into the EU that should have never have got into the EU. Well, that's the thing. Going back to your party, everybody's trying to get in the party now. Everybody's trying to gatecrash this party. There's queues out the door. Everybody wants to join. So and and have many people can be inside it. But I worry if this like kind of xenophobic, this nationalistic drive is now going to kind of bite him in the ass because all of Scotland basically was like, oh, we don't, we want to stay in the EU. Right. And right. now that, you know, <laughs> so now the UK is like, hey, we don't want to be in the EU. And Scotland's like, well, well fuck this. We're not going to be part of the UK. We're just going to break, we got to vote for independence coming up. And now the UK is like, no, 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 you got to stay in the UK. Like right. it's going to come, the same thing that they just did is going to happen to them. Right. Well, Scotland has always been, you know, no, 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 pipe down, Scotland. Pipe yeah. down. And they're like, we're getting fucking closer. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they came real close the last time. It was so, and now they're going to have another vote for independence. It's like they're going to leave and they're going to join the UK. Look, so like the, you're basically, the UK is trading itself a different set of headaches. It's like, congratulations, you're in charge of your own affairs, and now it's going to come back to bite them in the ass in a lot of ways. And in some other ways, it's probably going to be good. I don't know. Yeah, I think down the line, when you have less bureaucratic regulation from multiple different countries with different cultures that don't understand how you do things, and they don't understand your economy, and they may have a different point of view and a perspective on how they want to... Like, some of these EU nations are very tending towards socialism, way mm-hmm. more so than the UK. What if they want to have an economic model that is way more tending towards socialism and UK says, no, we don't like that, and the US says, too bad. Uh, they, I feel like the UK doesn't, didn't have enough influence over the EU. For a long time, that's, that's one of the biggest complaints is the EU legislation reform rarely ever happens despite the UK's objection. Uh, the UK doesn't have enough influence over the EU. That's the that's the bottom line, and they can still trade with them. I don't say I think that's a red herring. And also the xenophobia argument, Ron. A lot of people say that that it's just a bunch of nationalistic, racist xenophobes who don't want to. I'm waiting for you to finish <laughs> so I can press this. So <laughs> you just whenever you want to wrap it up. Okay, it's I, I think it's a straw man argument because everyone says it's xenophobia and racism, but there's no objective metrics to prove that. <laughs> well then, Damn. I guess he's right. <laughs> hey. uh. like it's, it's just was old people who voted to leave, right? It was pretty much old people with their and when you come right down to it, it's like, I don't want all these fucking Polish people and all these fucking Spanish <laughs> wait, wait, wait. coming into my country. Like in No, because the turnout rate was over seventy percent. Well over 70%. It was 72%. That's not yeah, that's a very, very big turnout. But the number of people voting to leave was all old people. It's just the old people decided you, you, you that they- so? yeah. I mean, you think Age, so? Ageism. Ageism. I don't know if that's true it's or not. It's not ageism when it's a fact. Oh, you're, you're overcautious of ageism <laughs> criticism now, aren't you? <laughs> 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 I don't want to open that anymore. Uh, no, Coming up next, I'm, uh, my next guest next week is Penn and Tell. <laughs> I feel like Pen, the whole Pendula, situation yeah. is like between a dad and his son, you know, where it's like, I'm going to move, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. It's like, no, as long as you live under my roof, you live under my rules. Like, fine, then I don't live under your roof anymore. And it's like, oh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then he's like, fuck it. And then he just, I think Britain just walked out of the house with their two suitcases. And now they're just like, oh, fuck. Like, what do what are we going to do now? Yeah, so this is this is just the, the, the this is just Britain running away from home. 
Yeah. This is essentially what this is. Well, but great. Brit's we have yet to see whether there's regret or not. Well, we, we do have yet to see, but before we get to that, Sean, I have to mention our sponsors, Kendall and Hyde. Guys, these the are, comments are in. These are legitimately nice boots. Right? I have, I, I have the boots they sent me. And I was like, because I thought that, I was like, Oh yeah, let's see what you're, let's yep. see what Maddox the, is sh- schlocking about. Like these are England put them nice. on. England put them on right before they walked. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can walk over thirty thousand miles wearing those boots, buddy, <laughs> because these soles are made from Goodyear welted tires that are rated for thirty thousand miles. This is a weird thing, but I like the smell. Yeah, yeah, I like that leather smell. You yeah. Know what I mean? So the thing about yeah. Kennel and Hyde leather is that it's full grain leather. It's the topmost part I of the cow. I have no idea what that means, right. but so, it sounds impressive. Well, when you do go out to buy these leather products, guys, make sure that it's full grain leather and not genuine leather. There's a difference. Oh. Uh-huh. There is a difference because cheaper boots are not made of full grain leather. They're made of genuine leather. And it's important that you look for the full grain leather because it's the strongest and most valuable part of the hide and the most complete form of the leather available. Sometimes what they do is they shave down a layer from the bottom of the hide, and that's what they make cheaper boots and cheaper belts out of. This is telling me that my genuine leather products that I've been purchasing my entire life have been disingenuine. They no, <laughs> genuine <laughs> bastards making it so they yeah. sound like they're the genuine leather. Yeah, they, they, yeah, there's a huge difference between the leather that they're selling you here and genuine leather. I didn't know that. Yeah, I do enjoy the way the Brits say bastards, though. Bastards. Yeah, God, you say it so much better than us. Yeah, bastards. Well, guys, I'll tell you who aren't bastards: Kendall and Hyde, because <laughs> 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 because Kendall and Hyde have a lifetime guarantee on their products, guys. Kendall and Hyde products are built to last a lifetime, too, if you count the cows. I love these guys. I love their slogans. I love their products, and you guys do too. Tweet them at us. Send us your pictures. I I got a picture from a dapper gentleman. He sent me a picture of his classy. Brown boots. They look fantastic. And the belt. My, I wear the belt every single day. I'm wearing it right now. It's fantastic. It's keeping my gut in. It's keeping my junk together. Gross. But, uh, I should mention that Madcast listeners get 15% off their entire order. That's a fantastic deal. 15% off Madcast. M-A-D-C-A-S-T. I'll put the link on the website. KendallHigh.com slash Madcast. Give it a look. Let us know what you think of their products. I love them. But before we move on, guys, to the other side of the debate, I have another clip from Tom Phillips from his Ooh, E3 wrap-up. I like Tom Phillips. Yeah. Here's what he says. The newly announced God of War Fort gives gamers what they've always wanted, a child to take care of. Hooray! Freak out about getting little Kratos into the right preschool. Spend way too much time on the internet researching whether or not he's got Asperger's. Avoid the mistakes your father made so hard that he gets screwed up anyway. Yeah, fatherhood. That's why I'm playing Xbox in my 30s. (laughs) Did you guys see the, the new God of War trailer from E3? No. Okay. They added a kid to the God of War franchise. I am so fucking mad, I could chew my own dick off. That I They added a child- Such a severe reaction. <laughs> and the acrobats involved. <laughs> Impressive though. It, I mean, it was, it was fun to watch. I just hurled over my shoulder, guys, and I just take a nah. <laughs> like a beaver chewing through like a big wood. tree trunk. A beaver chewing through wood. <laughs> More like a, probably a sapling. You know, shut up, Sean. It's not a sapling. I like trunk. trunk. Ron's a real bro. It's a trunk. He's seen it. We're going to have a contest. Oh, God. We actually talked about that before the show. Lord Matthew. I think it should be a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. For a bonus episode, yeah. we're going to talk. We may have a penis contest. <laughs> Just uh, lay it out on the table, prove <laughs> to see who's is bigger. Where everybody loses. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone, everyone in the studio, maybe. 
Except if we did, except for all the like, hot babes, I would want to also measure flaccid as opposed to fully erect. To oh see yeah, the range huge difference because some yeah. pe- some some people are growers, not showers. Yeah, I think you need if you're going to be doing penis measuring, right? You've got to be scientific about this. You basically need to do it as blind as you can. Mm-hmm. So you need to get all the guys to line up, and then you need to put like towels over their heads or something, or so just a dick going through a hole, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then and then you need to get one person to measure all of them in a consistent way because otherwise there's so many. Um, yeah, otherwise it would yeah, just be weird. So much bias. All right, guys, moving on now. It's time for the other side of the debate, gentlemen. Here's why I think the UK should have stayed in the EU. Because united we fall, divided we stand. Does that sound right? Did I get the quote right? Is that the right quote? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Ron, you're wrong. Because true strength comes from division, not unity. Mm-hmm. Nothing gives you trade leverage like being a smaller state. Smaller countries are rarely economic powerhouses. Right, guys? I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. You're uh, you're flipping us a little bit. <laughs> sarcastic. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of sarcasm there. So it's very I was British. Looking, I was looking. <laughs> very British of Thank you. you. Passive aggressive of you. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll, I'll even give him one of these. <laughs> Guys, here's the thing about the whole immigrant debate, right? They're afraid that immigrants are going to come and take our jobs. They're going to take our school. They're going to take our job. Here's the thing. Is that the fear? That that is that is one of the fears. Sean, are you asking Lord Matthew? I'm asking the guy who actually is from England. Yeah, I've definitely heard people that do worry about that. The people that want okay. to leave, that seems to be the argument. That's their go-to argument. Yeah. That's a, that's it's a natural Because all, those, argument, all those migrants are taking those sweet jabs. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's the exact same case in the United States. People who are xenophobic and people who are afraid of immigrants say the exact same shit. And I wrote an article about this a long time ago because there was a controversy about immigrants taking jobs. Like, for example, at Walmart. Immigrants can't take jobs. Companies have to give them to you, right? The companies are complicit in this just as much as the immigrants. And the immigrant can only, at best, ask for a job. They can't ever take it. They can't just ambush you and then just show up in your clothes like a a you disguise. And wearing your your face as a mask. It's it's not like they're showing up and taking, like, I'll be a doctor. Yeah. I'll be the lawyer. No. I'll have that job. Give me that job. No, it's like, yeah, you're going to go fucking pick fruit. You're going to do all the jobs that we don't want to do, which yeah. is like pick shit from a field in the hot sun for eight hours. Plus, because if they if they are illegal immigrants, too, they can't even ask for their full wages because they have no legal recourse if they don't get paid those full wages. So that's that's relevant where you guys are, but with us, we don't really have very many illegal immigrants. We're just a little island in the middle of the sea. There's no way of getting there. The only immigrants that we do have are pretty much legal. It, 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 for the illegal, like a lot of times people in this country... They think that illegal immigrants just take, but it's like they're they're buying shit. They're paying sales oh, tax. Sure, they're like they're a to huge the part of the economic engine. Is it like the same? Do people talk about that in Britain? Be like, okay, for all these people who are coming in, like they're bringing yeah, money. Saying, they're buying my things. Point, my point there was how it's even more ridiculous in the UK because you've got people that come over completely legally. Uh, they've played the system that it's meant to be played. The deal was you can move to our place if we can move to yours, right? And we shook hands on that, and they've moved across. They haven't done anything wrong. They've decided I like England more. I'm going to go move there. That's so it's even they're right, and then it's ridiculous to then say, "Oh no, you shouldn't do that." Yeah, it's a more yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's argument. even more ridiculous. Yeah, because it, it is textbook xenophobia because they are saying they, which by definition is a distinction between us. Yeah, because when they move to the UK, guess what? They are you. Yeah, you don't say they anymore. You say we take our jobs because they're automatically citizens. Is that the idea? 
Or yeah. does citizenship probably doesn't work quite the same way? Because if you're just allowed to go between European states or countries, rather, then how do you establish like citizenship? You can just go and you can yeah, just like say. somebody who comes from Poland to the you to the um, Britain is still is still Polish, right? They, they just happen to be living in Britain. They have a Polish passport, but when they're in the UK, they're they're just as UK as anyone else. I okay, see. Would they be able to vote in like UK elections if they live there long enough? Yeah. Okay. So, so if they a, became naturalized, or if they became citizens, then they would be able to vote and have all the same rights. So I'm talking it. about that case, right? Where sure. these these immigrants come to the UK, they become naturalized, they have the right to vote, they take part in the elections, they pay their taxes. What's the problem? Yeah, they're immigrants, but aren't we all at some point? Isn't everyone oh, an immigrant wow. everywhere? Aren't we all just immigrants at some point? You know, shut, fuck, fuck you, Ron. Oh I don't like your condescension of my brilliant speech. That's, what, that's fucking presidential, what I just said. You put that on a coin, that you whole thing. Your, you had your arms out welcoming everybody. Aren't we all just people? I appreciate that, Ron. I appreciate your condescension. Guys, free travel is the key. Here. That's the thing that would piss me off. Absolutely. It's like, now I got to get a fucking visa. It's a pain in the ass. Free travel encourages economic activity and lowers overall unemployment throughout Europe, not just the UK, throughout Europe. Leaving makes it more difficult to travel, vacation, date, and work. It also encourages cultural exchange when we travel. It lowers barriers to marriage. Plus, it encourages people to speak each other's language. Plus, <laughs> I don't disagree, but I do want to say, like, if, have you ever tried to go to the beach in England? Your, your beach at Brighton I is like to avoid the it, yeah. saddest thing I've ever seen. Dude, it's made out of fucking rocks. Yeah. It's, I see people from London with towels and they're like, I'm going to the beach for the day. I'm like, no, you're going to lie on rocks. That's the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. That's their beach in their mind. Yeah. You take what you can get. It's fun. Dude, it's like, now it's like you're, you can't go to Malta anymore. Or you can, but it's going to be a bit, it's like a lot Could of Could you guys imagine if you live in New York, you can't just fly to California or something without yeah. getting a, a passport and a visa and everything else? Well, Lord Matthew, that's a good point because the exact argument that the people who wanted to leave made can be applied at any level. For example, why stop at the UK leaving the EU? Why don't they just split up the UK into London, Wales, and Scotland? You know, and then why don't you uh, just go ahead? You're starting, you're starting a slippery slope argument. Well, but here's I know I know which Sean, I know you don't like. That's true. <laughs> but let me ask you this: Why is the UK an important distinction? I mean, at what point? At what? What if? What if people said in in the in America? Let's just say let's use America as an example. Okay, we got New York and we've got uh, California, and there are two vastly different economies than the middle of America. You go to New York and you're not spending anywhere uh, you know south of ten dollars for a burger, a burger and fries. Uh, you know, unless you go to bullshit ass McDonald's. But uh, generally, like New York is a different economy, right? What if New York says, guys, we're we're funding most of the tax revenue for America, New York, California, Chicago, all these big, big cities and big, big states. They're pr contributing the majority of taxes to America. And they say, you know what? We're tired of paying all these taxes. We're tired of subsidizing your bullshit. We're going to split off and form our own country. There's a very easy answer to why they cannot do that. And it's called the Civil War. It was a war over states' rights as much as it was slavery, and the federal government won that one. Okay, well, yeah, and I kind of, you know, part of me is like, man, I, sometimes I wish, like, we didn't, you know? Like, I kind of <laughs> wish the South, like, did just, like, fuck off. I feel like, all right, yeah, go oh, have fun. They became their own nation. Yeah, they had their own nation. Yeah, they're terrible. Was, well, they, you sounded like you're going a different direction there for me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where are you? Also, how cool would slaves be? <laughs> right? Cheap labor. Right. They had the, the South had the worst... Like that Jefferson Davis, they had the worst, like a uh, government. 
it was just a fucking shit show. They just gave all the jobs to like friends. Nothing got done. They had no money. There was absolutely no manufacturing industry. Well, they didn't think about what would happen if they won. <laughs> Guys, uh, here's, here's I'm afraid to agree. <laughs> here's a here's a big red flag. Here's a sign that you may have made a mistake in your decision. Russia is in favor of yeah. the UK leaving the EU. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's very confusing when you start talking about who believes what we should do. Well, yeah, it, Vladimir Putin is licking his chops. He was so happy because it's going to leave the EU weakened and it's going to leave the UK weakened. But there's a lot of people in the UK that we don't like that say that we should stay. Like who? So, Name one person. David Cameron. Everybody hated him. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked good in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there was plenty. It was it was a very confusing thing because a lot of people, uh, usually when you have a, a vote, you look on the left or you look on the right and you decide which side you usually like to vote for. But with this, it was there was no correlation. You'd have people that usually would say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a left guy. But they'd want to leave, and you'd have their best friend want to stay, and then you'd have another side just arguing. There was no, I, you could never predict. You I never, you couldn't look at your friend and say, "I'm predicting that you're going to vote this way." It would just seem completely random. I just, it, I just honestly, I didn't think the Brits had it in them. No, I didn't no. Like, I honestly nobody did. did. They no, nobody think. did. I didn't Even, think that they would live with that much uncertainty. Because yeah. now it's like, well, what's going to happen now? And the answer is, we don't know. Because well, nothing, nothing ever interesting ever happens. We had a referendum a few years ago to change the way we vote. So we had first past the post. And we were going to change it to the alternative First vote. past the post? Yeah. What do you so, mean? <laughs> I don't know why it's called that exactly. But, Sounds like um, a game. Yeah, it's, but first past Sounds the post Sounds like you is, shorten something. So what's the long version of it that actually makes sense? I'm pretty sure it's just first past the post in that that's an expression that the first person to get past the post wins. Oh, uh, okay. So it would be different towns and cities have more weight with a vote. So, so it's so. the first person past the post you wins. You do the same thing it's with your the finish line. What do you call yeah. it? What's, yeah, the finish line. Yeah, finish but what, line. what do you call it with your states? Different states have more voting power than other states, don't they? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's they're, true. They're, the electoral yeah. college is what we have. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, just, I see what you're saying. It's okay. the exact okay. same thing as that. That's what we had, but we were going to change it so that it was closer to one vote to one person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we not, just not a representative democracy anymore. Yeah, they, they was going to be the alternative vote. That's what we wanted to... We, were going to, we had a referendum and they said, British people, would you quite like it that the voting system is a lot more fair? And the British people just decided, no, that sounds like change. We're just going to keep it how it is. <laughs> and and it, was, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even close. It was just really strong that we all just decided to just keep this stupid voting system. Yeah. And that was our last referendum about five years ago. And, and then, of course, there was a Scottish one where um, uh-huh. there was a so the Scot- Scottish people decided, we don't want to stay here. We want to go. We're going to have our own referendum. But then it didn't happen. They decided to stay. So by the time we come around, we're like, well, we've had two referendums recently. Nothing ever changes. Nobody was expecting it. It just seemed like the boring yeah. option is going to happen. It's just so funny. Why yeah. not just tick the leaf box and just have a laugh and see if it- So you're saying that you accidentally... Like people like I think voted to leave just to kind of have a little bit of thrill in their life. Too, yeah, okay, let's leave. There's been too much referendum foreplay, and people are just burst in to go. Yeah, they wanted like, they wanted yeah. that change. They calm. just have they to have something to, happen. They they just to, the blue so they just were, like yeah. coming. Now you immediately regret what you just <laughs> oh, did. Yeah. In fact, there's a here's another shortened phrase for you: regret, because the people who chose to vote are now regretting it. And oh. here's why. Listen to this clip. This is crazy. They actually interviewed people who voted to leave. Are they? A significant uh-huh. percentage are regretting it already? Well, I don't know what I don't know what the polls are saying now, but they, there's there's a significant let's, number let's of people. Leave the, leave the Polish out of this, please. <laughs> <laughs> Good one shot. Here we go. Here's what they're saying. Actually, people who voted to leave, here's what they're saying now. I would go back to the polling station and vote to stay, um, simply because this morning the reality is actually hitting in and the regrets yeah, no are filling in. Of actually that we have actually left EU. Yeah, I'm so a bit shocked to be honest. Um, what I, about? I'm shocked about both. I'm shocked that we actually have voted to leave. I didn't think that was going to happen. My vote, I didn't think it was going to matter too much because I thought we. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think my vote was going to matter. Wait, wait yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 
then why'd you do it? Because well, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. cool. Oh, maybe so. So Listen, there might the, be something to what you're saying. But there, there's more here. Listen it's like this. they all got drunk that night and then woke <laughs> yeah. up with a wicked hangover, and it's like, oh my they god, they all got together. What like, did I do? And they've got like a 300 pound pig in their bed, and they're like. You know, got their <laughs> hand over their eyes. Well, listen, listen to the more, what more people are saying. I think it'll give you insight onto why they voted this way. I do have a lump in my throat. I feel a bit sick because of, of my kids. Totally, they wanted to remain. Um, everyone I know, practically. Do you feel more individual today than you did yesterday? <sighs> no, with that lump in your throat? Yeah, no, because of the, because of the upset. I actually voted to come out of the EU. I was really, really indecisive until a couple of days before because I was thinking of the future of the children, etc. And I did out, but I really, really didn't think we would come out. Yeah, no one, they voted this way. They just didn't think the outcome was going to happen. Everyone just thought, yeah, fuck it, nothing ever changes anyway. And then they just did a fuck all vote. And guess what, guys? You just left the EU. I, I feel like they all just like uh, got drunk and were like, hey, let's start a band. And then they yeah. went on Amazon and just bought a bunch of equipment. And then the next morning they're like, oh, fuck, dude, we just bought like $400 guitars. But don't you feel like it's just a little bit of uncertainty like that you have after any big decision? You know, like buyer's remorse. Oh, buyer's fuck. remorse. That's exactly what this is, Sean. Buyer's remorse. Um, Do you it, think that they might come back around again and... Well, maybe it'll force him to be like, hey, we just did something fucking crazy. Like, we better step up now. Well, here's the thing. Because there's no way back. Here's the thing that almost everyone predicted beforehand, except for the dipshits who wanted to leave. They said that it would send their currency into a free fall, which is exactly what happened. It's dropped to the lowest level in 30 years. The, The British pound was one of the most stable currencies in the world. And now it's fluctuating like crazy sure but that's what happens it's a it's a panic let's see after a month i mean it's that's yes, what I'm, it's gonna sure, i'm here in Flor- like in uh, california right now and why am i here i'm here for disneyland and you know how much that costs anyway yeah. and now all yeah, of a sudden you're completely arrived, fucked yeah i like, arrived you before the, the worst trip. possible yeah. time yeah. i arrived when i was a rich guy and then just boom just flipped the switch poverty <laughs> 50% of the trade that the UK does is with the EU. And now that the British pound is lower, the EU can buy more goods from the UK for a lot less. It's put the UK in a financial and trade disadvantage. Okay, again, Sean, I'll, I'll see you that for now. What, what, Ron? I, just I keep, see your buzzer I like, hand. No, I like the finger to have it right on okay. the button just in case I want to press it. Good. But no, go ahead. Uh, we don't know what the... Lo- oh, sorry, my <laughs> finger slipped. My bad. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't mean that. We don't know what the long-term impact of this is, Sean. It introduced a lot of volatility, not just in the British market, but the world market. For sure. You cannot predict. Look, you can say, oh, you know, it's going to stabilize down the line well, we in don't the know. UK. Well, you could you could make that argument. But because it's introduced so much volatility in not just the UK market, but the US market, the uh, the Asian markets, we don't know what's going to happen. And it's, other people want to leave as well now. Yeah, There's great. talk of other countries. So it might be that the U- isn't even worth staying with anybody. It's kind if, of, if everybody leaves, there's going to be nothing left. It's well, kind of funny that they're talking about leaving, considering like historically the UK has been this like colonial, you know, uh, dominating force where they just had countries everywhere. Like I went, I traveled the world like a couple of years back, and every single place I went to was like, well, we kicked the British out in 1812. Like they just <laughs> every single fucking place, and it's just interesting how they're like, we want our independence. It's yeah, like, the, oh. the biggest colonialists in the world up till what the 50s. Was that when they got out of Iran? Until like a relatively in? short time ago. Well, no, we, yeah. we only gave Hong Kong back um, that's like, true. in 1997. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's <laughs> Palestine. Weird. They still have a plug sockets. You know, they, they took <laughs> Hong Kong too, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this history, but they took it because they had uh, opium wars 
and they didn't want they like Hong Kong didn't want to buy I think British opium or something like that and 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 then the, the UK was oh, like well, no you like, yeah we're it's just, just going to take that, it like historically the British have been huge dicks yeah and oh, now yeah. that they're like Brussels is being like hey um do you guys mind not having like super curvy bananas <laughs> what no we're getting the fuck out of here like it's just kind of ridiculous considering how the Brits have acted throughout the span of history yeah <laughs> Britain used to lead Europe and now Britain leads two things right now Jack and shit. <laughs> They're doing nothing. They they fucked hey, hey, up. And cute boys on YouTube. Oh, they are. Oh, they're all a bunch of boys yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, we got that's cute boys it. on YouTube. That's Union Jack and shit. Yeah, yeah that's that's true, Sean. <laughs> Here, Sean, I'll give you I'll give you one of these. There you go. You earned it. Don't patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Lord Matthew and I just went to VidCon. And if anyone who – the majority of people, I'll just say this. I'll dress you, the audience, as the majority of people who've never been to VidCon. It is so fucking weird. It's really weird. Was it as weird as, like, was everybody just had cameras on themselves the entire time? A lo- yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. The, we saw one guy with a camera strapped to his forehead just walking around. Pointing at him or pointing at everything else? Pointing at everything else, and he was wearing a trench coat, <laughs> which was super creepy because he was an older and guy. And a top hat. Yeah, and a top hat. Like, I feel like sometimes like walking to spaces like those, I'm like, is this is this the step towards you, the, the final mm-hmm. demise? Well, did like you know this- what made it even more creepy was this year, the mums are there too because they're just too scared to let the daughters go on their own. So you've got an well, even yeah, weirder mix of people. you two walking yeah. around, I totally get that. <laughs> Uh, but guys, uh, back to the Brexit thing mm-hmm. for a second. Uh, the, the, you know, VidCon's super creepy, super weird. But um, here's what uh, here's what people said about the loss of wealth that this has caused. Uh, after Brexit, the UK economy could be around six percent smaller by 2030, and that would mean a loss of income equivalent to about 4,300 pounds or six thousand one hundred dollars a year for every British household. Said the Treasury Chief Osborne in a report. What? Where Where are they getting that? Like These, you uh, can, the, like- the, the Treasury Chief. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Where are they getting that? That is, it's an uh, estimate. But how well, can they estimate it? Well, cur- yeah. this hasn't cur- happened before. Currently, your currency is down. So yeah, but that's it's like it's like something happened. Okay, so there's going to be a reaction, and then it's gonna it's gonna level out. Oh it's my not going to stay down like there forever. You guys are math idiots. Here's what you do when you when you try to predict volatility. Okay, you take the low ends and say this is the worst case scenario. Then you take the high end and say that's the best case scenario. And then you go right in the middle and you say that's probably what's going to happen. That's how they calculate it. It's very simple. What? I mean, yeah, what? But, I, yeah, no buzzing. Yeah, no but, buzzing. Just, yeah, yeah, okay, but where do they get the best possible number from and the worst possible number? Well, the best possible they number. Do, they have to just make it up at some point. Is that like they? during the Olympics or something? No, they, the best possible number, they, they would go back to pre-instability numbers for the UK, right? The best possible condition they could go to that we know of historically, I guess, is just going back to the stability that they just had. Uh, so if they go back to that and then they have advantages of free trade and... They have free right. manufacturing and those sort of things. That's how they calculate the best possible number. But then we don't know. I'm playing devil's advocate to a certain extent here, but we won't know if we're going to have those trade things or not. Well, you do now. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can rule yourself. <laughs> you have. A, you guys have autonomy, man. That sweet, sweet autonomy. And you guys are so. You are so. You're so fucking powerful. Leaving the EU. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? China is going to come in and fucking buy the UK. That's what's going to happen. It's oh, going to yeah. be the United Kingdom of China. They're buying the US. Yeah. Well, no, but seriously, the uh, China and Russia, if they decided to put together their economic power and just buy Europe, they probably can on pennies on the well, dollar. They, they have been like in uh, Pennsylvania where I grew up um, and outside uh, a foreign company. Uh, I think it might have been from China or, or from Europe even. It's like they bought the toll road. 
the 476. And now it's like, and it, they bought it for, I don't know, $150 million, whatever. Yeah. And, and Pennsylvania was like, fuck yeah, we need this money to pay off our debts. But now we have no tax revenue that used to come from this toll road. Right. It's like, so all that projected tax revenue that we would get over the next 10, 20, 50 years. Well, so you still pay the toll there. road, but you're paying it straight Yeah, but to you're paying it to a private company rather than the state. And that private company could be Russian owned or it could be Chinese owned. It could be anyone. Anyone could come in and buy that stuff. In fact, that's what, that's what might happen. So let's just, let's look at the weakest European states that are the most vulnerable here because if their economy bottoms out their land is going to be super cheap and other countries and other national uh, nationalities can come in and just buy the entire country and you know what's not good for the uk is a weakened europe like who their huge trading partner is right so they basically kind of like you know they're weakening the eu and now they also want to be partnered with the eu i think what's going on is you're talking a lot of logic and there's there's a lot of big numbers and you have to try and get your head around all these. And Logic a lot has of, no place here. Yeah, but then there's a very emotional level of, it's a stupid law about the bananas. It's a stupid law about the 15-minute video camera. Have you heard of that one? Oh, no, yeah. That's a dumb law. Fascinating. Let's hear this. So if you want to buy a video camera in the UK, so you get like a DSLR, you know, uh-huh. the, the normal cameras, you can only record for 15 minutes. After 15 oh, minutes- A video. A video. Video recording of 15 minutes. After that, it just chops out. Oh, you, because if it's longer than 15 minutes, it's not a DSLR. It's a video, video camera. camera. And, and so you what? have different tags. Exactly, yeah. Ah. yeah. And it's just like, well, what's the point in that law? Because when it cuts out, all you have to do is you just go, okay, well, that's annoying. I'm just going to press the button again and you press it and it but just if, carries on. But if you're recording something, like if you were recording this podcast, yeah. you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to have to lean over every exactly. 15 minutes. So when you're in the UK, in the UK TV industry, it's just a huge pain in the ass because you've just got this stupid law and all it does is inconvenience you. It doesn't stop you recording for hours. It just means yeah. every 15 minutes you have to press a button. But and you just software, think, what's, what's the point are, in that law? People what? are hacking around it, but it's still kind of annoying because then you, you got to try like, and install some firmware from abroad or something like that. That could and it doesn't break your work DSLR. Well. Yeah, and you shouldn't yeah. have to do it in the first place. It's a pain in the ass. Like That's a good point for leaving. I'll see you that. I, I wish I'd mentioned that as well. <laughs> That's where Maddox draws yeah. the line. <laughs> you know what? It hurts for curvy bananas, but no, oh, I mean, having to press a button just, again, fuck that. I think everybody has one stupid law that annoys them, and they're just like, you know what? That law pisses me off so much that I'm going to say leave. I don't think we're going to leave anyway, but it's annoyed me that I'm going to no, let them know that I no, want I, to leave. I wonder and if, then too many people did that, and then we left. If they voted remain, like remember when the, the, the Scots were you know having their independence vote and they voted to remain, but then the Brits were like, actually, okay, that was a little bit too, like they gave them some concessions. Did you hear about the Queen purring? Apparently, the um, uh, David Cameron phoned up the Queen, and uh, he, there was some mics on David Cameron, and you could hear him talking to his friend about when he spoke to the Queen, and he said she was purring like a kitten when she found out <laughs> that Scotland was remaining in the UK. <laughs> oh yeah. my God! But yeah, like, so it put, it's, it put the fear of God in him, huh? But I, I wonder really if, did. Yeah, if they the wasn't EU is going to like, how are they going to if they're going to give now concessions so there's no Frexit or what Spexit or whatever the fuck you want to or Italy exit? Like, what? are they going to like <laughs> calm it like down? Italy exit. Oh, it does sound kind of good. <laughs> Here's another problem with this, guys. A lot of banks, banks do not like volatility. Mm. Banks and investors like stability, and they like to be able to predict what's going to happen to the markets. Right now, it's introduced a ton of volatility in all the global markets. There's been a run on gold. Every time there's any kind of huge global instability, all these uh, all Dude, these old diehards. Has a gold guy. Like yeah. uh, yep. One objection. Okay, I'm, I'm not actually really that pro-leave <laughs> here, but, but I am having to just sort of try and say the other state because of, we're now on that side of the debate. Yes. Yeah, but um, I might be able to afford a house now. Hey. Everything, everything is going to be so cheap. I might actually be able to afford a house. Houses are so expensive in the UK. Oh, there, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you worry about the Chinese already buying it up. That's already happened. So I went to go and buy an apartment in my hometown. Mm-hmm. It was a brand new build. It had 12 apartments in there. 
And eight of them were purchased, the eight biggest, all by one person from China. Just bought the whole lot there and never visited. Go. And the only ones which were left were the smallest, crappiest ones. And they were £450,000 each, which wow. in dollars is a tremendous amount. Not Probably over six hundred. Yeah, yeah exactly. And this is for a very small one right person Right now, flat. that's like yeah. 125 yeah. bucks. Yeah. If you, so if you <laughs> buy one of those, if you buy one of those houses, though, it comes with a free walk. Oh, <laughs> Take away the ding you gave him before. No, I think genuinely a lot of people are thinking maybe I might be able to afford a home now. I think that was that was probably another part. I of think it. it's it's, but it is interesting now because it's kind of like Britain now has the chance to like, all right, all right, assholes, you fucking left. Yeah. Now what? And like, it's kind of <laughs> like either step up or shut up. Like, well, that's that's the problem with this whole thing is that even though housing has gone down, now rich nationals from other countries can come in and buy that property. No one, oh, yeah. it's not you're you're now you're now competing. <laughs> They're one step ahead of us. Yeah, you're now you're now no longer competing with poor immigrants. You're competing with rich ones. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Wait, look at what you've done. And banks are now threatening to leave Don't the UK. Me. I'm over here in Disneyland. I haven't been in the country. Bell of the ball at Disneyland. But here's the thing. A lot of banks are threatening to leave the UK market because they don't like the volatility. This is from uh, financialtimes.com, ft.com. Uh, the big US banks, JP Morgan, Chase, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, Citigroup, and Morgan Stanley have large operations employing tens of thousands of people in the UK. They are now preparing to shift some of that work to cities such as Dublin, Paris, and Frankfurt. Stuart Gulliver, HSBC's chief executive, said that the bank may move as many as 20% of its UK-based investment banking staff to Paris if Brexit happened. Other UK banks, such as Barclays, Royal Bank of Scotland, and Lloyds Bank Group, may also need to strengthen their European presence outside of the UK. It's already happening, guys. Good job. Bankers are advising companies not to open IPOs until for the rest of 2016. All the bankers are saying, guys, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Don't go ahead with your IPOs. It's delaying progress. It's crippling the economy. They're also telling them not to buy any big ticket items for the rest of 2016. You know what they should have done is they should have just went, listen, um, we're going to give you 500 ridiculous laws that we're all super annoyed by. <laughs> and if you just like make those go away, you know, the, cur- oh, cur- yes. the curvy banana thing, the yeah. DSLR thing, like we'll stay. That's what um, it, yeah. If you don't, like we'll leave. Yeah. And they, they should have just put it on the table. Like this is the shit that pisses us off. Like you guys decide whether we stay or leave. Put it on Brussels. I think that's completely right. Yeah, with, with the silver linings are all small little things. They could which have voted are, are kind of small annoyances. online. Like, they'll be the like what's so the big. thing that annoys you the most about being in the EU? Yeah, we can make a TV show of it. Yeah, and that be, could yeah, have been people like can ring up, bring in the bring in the problem laws, and it just yeah. it yeah. seems like they are. It seems like uh, they just kind of put up a thumbtack with a hammer. You know? Yeah, that's like, exactly they just, what like, they did. You got exactly what you wanted, but you man, go. did you really go to the heavy cost, the nuclear option? Yeah, to do yeah. Us. We swatted the fly with a nuclear weapon, <laughs> so we got rid of all the little annoyances. Or well, you swatted a fly with our dicks. Well, guys, like <laughs> big ass dicks, right? <laughs> that's what Americans do. Americans Ron, have such confidence in their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very confident. Our, our shoe sizes are bigger. Yeah, but they're not bigger. No, they are bigger. Your size six is a size eight. So right, yeah, our dicks so that are means bigger. That someone in the UK has a size six foot. No, like, yeah, so they're like, over here, you used to call it a size eight foot. That means a UK, your size eight dick is the same size as a UK size six size dick. So we, we need an extra number but if your because dick, our dicks are so much bigger. But if your dick <laughs> was... We, we, you cap out at like 13. We need an extra two numbers just to keep going because our dicks are so much longer. <laughs> I don't go, you, you, you Americans are just like, oh, our shoe sizes are oh, bigger. So I've got bigger feet than you. Well, no, because if I, if I bought my shoes over here, then I'd have a bigger foot than you again. Like no one understands yeah. metric, okay? So this you're like, <laughs> your, dick, your dick metrics are like the spinal tap. It goes to 11. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's all it numbers. is. It's, yeah. They just add numbers to make their dicks bigger. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way, Matthew. How do you not understand? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I understand what you All I know is I got a size eight dick, bro. That's all I know. You well, what if what if so, what if an American has a size zero dick? That means someone in the UK has a size negative two. Oh, boom! You got a vagina. <laughs> You and your but, weird But that means dick. that a negative two dick is still as big as your zero, zero dick. dick. Yeah, yeah. Which means yeah you but you have to call it a negative two so, dick. Yeah. <laughs> that means, That's weird. That means if we literally the- have, like, an inward dick, it's still bigger than an American that doesn't have one at all. No, it cl- then it's just a clit. That doesn't even count, dude. You're in the other you're on the other are bigger than your dicks. <laughs> Bravo. All right, guys, one final point I want to say, like, look, uh, needless regulation and so much regulation that was coming out of the EU has crippled the the UK. I feel like the UK sincerely has had their hands tied behind their backs with a lot of regulation, especially when it comes to manufacturing and exports and tariffs and all sorts of things. Fish, yeah, that's another big one. But here's the thing. The UK has long complained that they have not had any influence on the EU. Even though the UK is the leader, was the leader of the EU, They said that they didn't have any influence. So now that they've left, whatever little influence they had is now completely gone. Now they have even less influence over the EU. How are they possibly going to get any concessions or any trade? Uh, What if the EU says, no, fuck you. We don't care what you want to do with manufacturing. We're not going to buy your imports. We're going to push our manufacturing instead. How does it work for Norway? That's an odd one because I'm I'm 99% sure they are not part of the EU where I believe the other Scandinavian countries are. They're often, often referenced as, yeah, we'll just do a Norway. You know, they're, they're the how do, that, I mean, honestly, how does it work for them? So w- what I've heard from all of my friends on Facebook, I don't know how accurate they are, but from, <laughs> from the source. last month of just my TV friends are all very pro-Remain and I've been reading their Facebook status. Ah, telechums, yes. Yeah, the telechums. <laughs> uh, they're all saying that with countries like Norway, if they want to have a trade agreement, then you're not in the EU. You don't decide what the law is. You don't get to vote on the laws. You don't get to be part of that discussion. But you still want to trade. Then they say, well, Norway, we will trade with you, but you do have to let some people move in there. So they, you still end up with all of the negatives without the influence. Huh. So that's mm. that's the argument against. They still barter. But then, if you them. didn't yeah. have as much regulation, like maybe unnecessary EU regulation, maybe that would make com- businesses more competitive. You know, where they don't have to spend as much to satisfy all these nitpicky. I really EU like the idea of, of a, a TV show where once a year we all vote on what the stupidest law is, and yeah. we just wipe it out. And then, like, or oh, that everybody calls in, yeah, and, and you know, you've got murder in the list as well. Anything's yeah. in there, and we can just vote, and we all decide what the law is that just gets axed this year. This is like a low stakes purge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're, we're just purging yes. laws we don't like by by t- online t- text to vote. You know, data rate charges may apply. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to wrap up this episode. But uh, before we do, I got one more clip from Tom Phillips. This is a fun one. E3 audience is thrilled to the latest gameplay trailer from Final Fantasy 15. But don't be fooled into thinking it's just a game. Square Enix has expanded the world of Final Fantasy 15 into an all-new YouTube anime series, a full-length CGI animated prequel, a mobile pinball game a credit union that invests in your local community, (laughs) a delicious chocolate-filled cream cake, a monthly bus pass that uses pre-tax dollars via payroll deduction, a hooker who breaks all the rules to find her kidnapped baby, and a game. Warning, Gabe is not good. (laughs) Yeah, Final Fantasy, I think, 15 with the VR is getting really bad reviews so far. It's, I mean, it's early. You love VR, don't you? I do. I love VR. Almost everything I've tried in VR has been fantastic, except uh, people are saying it's really bad in the Final Fantasy game. Uh, You know, just because it's VR doesn't mean it's going to be a good experience. They have to make a good game, too. Yeah. It is like, did you do that Gone, that that VR, like that, where like a girl gets kidnapped and you got to like... 
get clues to trying to figure out how, where she went. Oh man, that sounds like the exact opposite of what I'd want to do in a video game. Like, oh, I gotta find some. I gotta find some kid. kid. Like, <laughs> she might be dead when I find her. <laughs> no thanks. That's like a real shitty Mario. <laughs> Sorry, your princess is dead. She was kidnapped. <laughs> Did you do that community meeting VR game where you just go to the community meeting and vote on local tax proposals? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, real tedious. Yeah, well, it turns out everyone is an idiot and they voted to leave the EU, so <laughs> the game collapsed along with the economy. All right, uh, before we go, uh, Matthew, I should say thank you for coming into the show today. Thank you for flying all the Thanks. way from London. Your arms must be tired. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, you got that one right this time. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of exciting things coming down for the Madcast Network. Uh, this website that we have up right now is just kind of a, a skeleton landing page right now. Yeah, so we just needed to get something up. So we've got the vote in there for just this one show. And yeah. There's no point in having a whole network until you get your other shows up. But right, as soon right, as your right. other shows are ready, we have another website coming up. Yeah, the we've website's got- coming up. We have comments coming. We have the yeah. voting app. We have the voicemail. And speaking of the voicemail, here is the phone number. It's one five six two five eight i rule that's one five six two five eight four seven eight five three. Give a call, leave a voicemail, and Ron. Can you read it in double numbers? Yeah. Uh, so it's satisfy Lord Matthews. Yeah. I don't understand it. There are no seventy eight fifty three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seventy. I see. Okay. One five sixty two five eight five eighty four. <laughs> it's this confusing. Is bullshit. It's yeah. fucking confusing. It's garbage. Here, you read it, Matthew. All right, where is it? Oh yeah, one five six two five eight four seven eight five. There's no double numbers. Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> double numbers. Can you make any numbers double numbers by just saying well, you know yeah, them no, twice? Yeah. <laughs> Combine. I, I think but. British people just want to say doubly all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, fixy, fi- it's double oh, seven. Uh, I'm gonna make this super clear, right? It's fifteen, sixty-two, fifty-eight, forty-seven, eighty-five, three. He's oh, saying only if it's like two two would be twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. So double oh uh, seven is two zeros next to each other. Double seven. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. Okay, I'm back on board. Yeah. Did you really think that? would just say like oh there's seven zeros and then you've got to guess where they are I, we do say i guess i mean do you call it 911 or do you say 911 oh well, that gets confusing because the days are on the wrong way you you do oh. what is it like day month and we do you call it 11 11 9 is that what you call it? Well, no, because you call it 9-11. We're obviously not Yeah, you're going to call it 9-11 because we yeah. fucking, it's our, it's we'll, our we'll disaster. Day. Yeah, yeah, you, you call, can have it you call our disaster what we, te- what we call our disaster, <laughs> yeah. okay? But if it, if it happened in the UK, then you would better get used to calling it 11-9. Right. Because that's the way around we would call it. That yeah, sounds like a, 20, that sounds like a threat. 23rd June, <laughs> right? 23rd but then the June. UK one was on 7-7, Ugh. so there was never a problem. Man, this is why oh, we left true. England. Yeah, well, there right. was a problem. But. <laughs> and before we wrap this episode, Ron, you have your album recording in August in San Antonio? Yeah, and uh, Austin. I'm going to be doing a tour out to it, so just heyron.com has all my tour dates. Heyron.com. We'll link to it on the website. Thank you guys for joining today. Thanks for listening to the debate. Don't forget to vote before and after. Let us know what you think. Are you going to have a Brexit to this podcast or not? (laughs) Make sure to get your vote on the new Madcast app. Thanks for listening. And most of all, you're welcome. Hey, Maddox, you know what you look like? You look like Oscar Isaac chose the wrong cup in Indiana Jones in the last crusade. I don't know what the fuck you look like. So I'm just going to assume you'll like someone dried Mickey Rourke to jerky. This is you, Sean. Like the inbred love child of uh, George Costanza and Billy Joel. How I don't do you know, know? Max. Let me know <laughs> if I'm in the ballpark on that. Love you. I love you too, buddy. Yeah, nailed it. No, he was saying he, he loves me, Sean. Yeah, no, I get I, the. Lo- I think he says you look like the crypt keeper. Yeah, no, I know what he. I know. I got. I got the insult. It was very clear that he was insulting my looks. Here's one more. Here's the last one. This is garbage. Hey, Maddox. The drawing Aussie from last episode. <laughs> Remember that? I guy? had a couple of problems again. First of all, I was using deadpan sarcasm. Yeah. Yes. And I apologize 
if that's beyond the scope of your comedic IQ. It is. Idiot. Granted, it's not as witty as the right to dine. <laughs> but hey, it's not like satire is your profession, is it, you fucking egg? <laughs> what the hell is my t-shirt? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not getting a t-shirt, fuckface. Here, the guy who calls in to, to complain that I'm not witty enough calls me an egg. 